Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Baker and this is Mama Stories. I created Mama Stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be in overcoming the challenges of motherhood. I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can. So follow along to laugh, cry, and be empowered. All right, welcome to the podcast. My favorite neighbor, a mom of three lovely girls, a military spouse, a realtor extraordinaire, animal lover, and master gardener, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hello, Sarah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And you brought me wine, so. Yes. And flowers. I think it was overdue. Yes, much, much so. All right. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I want to kick us off. I want to get to know Stephanie a little bit more. So let's start out with your motherhood journey. So you have three girls. Yes. So tell us about your entry into motherhood. Oh, boy. So um, hmm. this is, I actually have thought about this a lot, like how I'm going to say this. So um, my entry into motherhood, well, let's first talk about my daughters. Um, I have a 16-year-old. She'll be 17 in a couple weeks. And um, I have twins that just turned 11. Um, both of them have different biological fathers. When I say both, I refer to the twins as a set. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my oldest, uh, my 16-year-old is from when I was 20. Um, I got pregnant, got married, and I, I should say that in a different order. So I got pregnant. Um, while I was dating this guy, we had moved to Idaho. And um, once I figured out I was pregnant, um, of course, I called my parents and they were encouraged me for the next step, which was marriage. Um, we got married shortly after I found out I was pregnant. I was about three, three months along. Mm-hmm. And um, then Elena was born in June. And I was three weeks short of my 21st birthday. Wow. I believe. Well, let me think about that. 16 year olds goes by pretty fast. (laughs) Um, It's okay. I won't, I will not question you on your math skills because for (laughs) me, I I refer to Dustin on that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was a very young mother and um, it was kind of a interesting relationship. So um, there was a lot of um, both uh, mental and later on physical abuse. So um, it was very tumultuous, and um, fortunately, me and my daughter decided to just, I shouldn't say me and my daughter, you back up on that one. <laughs> You're going to have to do a lot of editing, Dustin. That's okay. <laughs> or we'll just keep it in, because it's real. Okay, it's real. Okay, yeah, got it. Um, so yeah, uh, shortly after she was born, we moved back to Washington, and um, I had... Uh, pretty much of enough of his shit. Yeah. And um, decided to leave. And uh, Elena was probably about nine months at that time. Wow. And um, I'm actually pretty proud of myself because it could have got really bad. Yeah. And um, I wasn't going to um, allow myself to walk down that path. So, uh, and it had actually seemed like a lot of the women in my family had done that. So I had actually learned from their experiences and um, yeah, so I ended up moving in with my dad and 
um, my stepmom, and um, <laughs> we uh, were living out on their property in a fifth wheel, and it was um, quite interesting. Yeah. And um, after that, I got a job in Seattle, and we uh, moved up to the Auburn area, got an apartment, and I kind of went on with the single mom life. Um, and then that was really interesting, very short-lived compared to what a lot of single mothers do now. Uh, Lena was yeah. three years old when I met TJ, my husband, who I have been married to for, um, <laughs> he's going to kill me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So we've been together since 2005 and, uh, so married in 2007. So was that 12 years now? <laughs> married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thanks for helping me out. You're um, welcome. <laughs> I'm like, 12, don't, <laughs> hopefully somebody who's listening to this is in their car yeah. and they can't do the math in their head either. So exactly. Exactly. breeze right by it. Yeah. Um, so where was I? That's gotta be hard though. Like I think about my motherhood experience and I talked a lot about this in the first episode. Like I definitely dealt with some postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that I had a spouse to help me through that. And to be there for me, like, I just, I just, can you just help me understand like how you even got the courage to leave on your own and <laughs> to, and to move? I mean, I just feel like at that time, like nine months, when Grayson was nine months, I was lucky if he slept through the night. Like yeah. I was just trying to make it day by day. It was a day by day battle. Um, and it was kind of a out of body experience the entire time. Um, yeah. So basically, like Elena and I grew up together. Yeah. Um, and I, she was my rock and she continues to be actually, but, um, there, there was no other choice in the matter. Um, I tried to make it work and, and so did he, you know, it's, it takes two. Um, and we just were both so young and so, um, immature that, uh, all our immaturities clashed, so to speak. Yeah. And um, that's kind of, uh, I just, I try to be so graceful in that situation. Um, so uh, I would egg things on mm-hmm. and, um, and, and he would retali- retaliate. And so it was, it was just like the recipe for disaster for both of us. Yeah. And um, this beautiful thing came out of it. Um, and I'm not saying it's been like smooth going the whole time, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of bumpy roads along the way. Um, you know, I'm looking at, don't look back. You're not going that way. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great that's sign. On my wall. Yeah. I love it. It's a good, um, good sign. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just kind of happened too. And, and my philosophy right now, and this could change in the future. And I kind of expect it to is I was so young. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any different. You know, it's not like I am now, you know, 37 years old. I, I feel like I have more experience to make those, those decisions. And also I grew up in a, um, broken family with a lot of trauma growing up. So I didn't have a lot to go off of. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I had a supportive family as much as they could show up for me. My dad, um, had a young family and my mom, um, had a very sordid past and she had a drug addiction. So, wow. uh, yeah, there's just a lot of, um, different dynamics there. And so I really had to be my own 
rock in this situation. I shouldn't say rock. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I had to be my own hero. I had to control my own destiny. Just thinking superhero. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I wish I would have said it. (laughs) Only so we had that moment. Okay. But so that's kind of how I made it. Um, So I attribute it to a little bit of, you know, being so young and not really knowing any better. And then also realizing when enough was enough. I knew where my boundaries were. And I honestly, I pushed him to those boundaries. And once the physical abuse started, I was done. Yeah. I literally, we were driving down the road and I was running my mouth and he backhanded me. I pulled the car over because he couldn't drive and I kicked his ass out. And I said, the last time you're ever going to touch me. And I took Elena and we lived in um, Port Angeles at the time. And mm-hmm. I drove all the way to where my family lives in uh, the Tacoma area. And that was that. So after that, it was, I had to just get things back together. I didn't want to stay living at my parents' house. I left my parents like right after high school. Like I was, did not want to be under that roof. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of like, I I had to keep that momentum going. And, you know, um, this is where the part comes in that I grew up with Elena. You know, we, we taught each other a lot. She taught me what, how, like how I wanted to be a mother and, um, and then I kind of like just grabbed things from different people in my life and tried them on to see if that would work. Yeah. So, um, you know, come 2005, when I met my husband, um, bless his heart, <laughs> <laughs> he had quite a, he, you know, he had a quite, he had a handful. He actually had, yeah. you know, also it's both sides of the sword. You know, you're kind of uh, looking at it from, you've, you've got the full package, you know, um, as far as having a woman who is going to support your lifestyle, um, because my husband's in the military yeah, and be there and show up. Um, and then you also have all the baggage as far as, um, I don't really like that word, by the way, I don't know what to, what else to say, but sure. But that's what know, it is. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But like of having, um, not, not me and my daughter's baggage, but everything that comes with it, the drama, sure. the, the ex, um, you know, and, and he has been so amazing. Like, I mean, in his situation and the situations that came up, like he has held himself like so well, like I would have lost my shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, some of the things that he had to deal with and, um, TJ is amazing. Dustin, I love him. He's just, he's great. He's the rock. Like that's going to be like the theme. It's like the rock. Yeah. The rock. (laughs) The rock. He's He's, the rock. He's like, yeah, he's so you meet TJ in 2005 Mm -hmm. and now you have you, Elena, TJ. Yes. And he's in the military. So when's the first time you guys have to start like picking up your life and moving around? Cause I know you've done that a couple of times. Yeah. So, um, it all, (sighs) just life is just so quick. But, um, so we met in 05. Um, we got engaged in 06 and then married in 07. And then we were literally, we literally conceived on our wedding day. Get it. <laughs> in Bramerton. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, nine months later, you know, twins came along. And so that wow. was in 2008. And then we had a transfer in 2009 from this from Bremerton, Washington to South Carolina. Wow. So, yeah. So you had three in tow. Yeah. Plus you guys. And, and don't they forget were our twins. animals. <laughs> All your animals. Did you bring your garden with you too? You brought that? No, no you left no, that. I left that. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. 
Yeah. All the way there with how old were the girls then? Not even a year. So they were about seven months. Wow. Yeah. And we cloth diapered them and I breastfed them. So we did a lot of illegal um, things as far as traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I had car seats on both sides of me and I would just take them out of the car seat. Cause I mean, you don't want to prolong the journey with three kids. Yeah. So I would just, you know, pop a boob in their mouth hey, while we're driving. I have tried that before, you yeah. know, and I was very new to the nursing thing. My nursing journey is very small, but, um, ended up like spraying milk all over Grayson's <laughs> face. He was not appreciative <laughs> of it. So car yeah. nursing was not, our thing yeah at all got all over the car too I'm sure it was pretty embarrassing <laughs> I was like mm. when I go to sell the car seat I'm like well don't mind those spots it was yeah. from this one time when I really tried to be a good mom and nurse in the car yeah lean my boob over yeah you're like <laughs> hovering over the yeah. the car seat I'm getting a great visual right now yes <laughs> now I see it and he's like oh yeah <laughs> out of my face that is funny. Okay, so you move the girls. First off, I want to go back. Where does twins run in your family? Um, they don't? They do? <laughs> so when we found out we were pregnant, um, we... You were trying? No. Oh. We weren't even trying. We were just happy to have Elena. Like, that's, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like we weren't trying, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we know how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's an act and right. then a baby is Something born. like that. Yeah. And um, so we actually went, made an appointment, like, you know, most people do, to go to see the doctor and get an ultrasound once we had taken the pregnancy test and everything was confirmed. Mm -hmm. And um, there was an intern in there and, you know, the lovely probe they have. And they're oh. sitting there <laughs> giving us this ultrasound. And it's like, oh, look at that there's another baby. There's two in there. And we're just like floored, like that nervous laughter you start having. And, um, lo and behold, apparently it comes down on my grandmother's side. So we have fraternal twins and fraternal twins can only be transferred from, um, uh, female to female. Uh, if it's identical, I believe, and I could be wrong. Um, I think it's a male, male, it's down on the male side. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's like we had no clue. My grandma was like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess we have twins down the line. And I'm like, OK, so basically, like, that's really scary. And now everybody in my family is looking at me like it's <laughs> like I'm the one who did it. And I'm like, no. So basically, it's just a hyper ovulating. So we just okay. ovulate super like uh, like hardcore. And okay. um, yeah, so it's wild. It's actually my whole like I'm like oh well now I know why I'm super you know like bitch on my PMS yeah like I get it now that's why I was right far away during those that. times <laughs> now that I know this yeah. that is crazy I'll tell you when before Dustin and I had Grayson I would always say I want twins because I just thought like oh I could have two get it done with yeah one pregnancy it'll be so cute see all those twin pictures <laughs> that was before I knew what motherhood was like. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. I don't want that. Um, and when we found out we were pregnant, we did the same thing. We went to the doctors. And mm -hmm. I thought, you know, they put the jelly on your belly. Yeah. You don't do that the no, first time. They, they don't show you the little wand that no, they take out. You're and just like, where is that going? <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's the worst. So I'm sitting there like trying to 
endure the pain and the uncomfortableness that's Mm. happening. And Dustin's only question is, there's only one in there, right? Just one? And I'm like, seriously, dude? Like, but you're right. There's only one, right? (laughs) That's a legitimate question. Yeah, I, I, that's good. Yeah. So we were lucky we did not have twins. But so here you are, you have twins. And now you are moving to Mm -hmm. South Carolina. Yes. How many times have you guys moved? The girls are 11 now. Mm -hmm. So how many times have you moved since then? So we just moved back from South Carolina in 2012. And that's it. We've been here. Oh, wow. Yeah. I knew you loved South South Carolina. I did. I loved it so much. It just, I feel like I just, yeah, it'll always have a special place in my heart. So um, the people in the South are amazing. Um, uh, Just... Yeah. And then, of course, because my husband had been out to see a majority of our relationships. So when we moved to South Carolina, we were on what's called shore duty. So we weren't at a um, seagoing command. And so for that three years while we were there, um, we really got to know each other better. (laughs) And, you know, because we were on these um, different, uh, how do you say... So when, when they're home, they there's like a schedule. So the boat that they're attached to when they're at a seagoing command, they're um, usually on a schedule of maybe going out every other three months or something. Um, okay. Every boat's different. Um, so it just depends on what, what command they're attached to. Some are out for six months. Some are out for a year. Um, but this particular one, it was pretty set schedule. So um, he was gone every other three months or something like that. So when wow. we got in South Carolina, it's like there was nothing breaking up the the routine, um, getting to know each other. I mean, we had a lot of ups and downs in our marriage in South Carolina, which really fortified us as a couple. And, um, you know, it was just, it was all around good. We learned so much there about our relationship, about who we are, about what kind of parents we want to be, about the kind of people we want in our life. And it was just really good stuff. Yeah, that is so good. Hey guys, are we best friends yet? Make sure that you are following Mama Stories on Instagram and Facebook at The Mama Stories. Also, you can check us out at mamastories.com. There you can read, share, and even sign up to be on this podcast. So go do it right now. Well, maybe after this episode. So now you move back in 2012 here. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't stop, though. TJ still leaves occasionally, correct? Yes. Like, he's even gone right now. He's gone right now. You're missing him so much? (laughs) Yes. I bet. I'm missing him a lot. So how do you handle that? Like, as a mom back then and a mom today, even with older girls, like, how do you handle that on and off, in and out transition? It is, it's different every time. So when the kids were younger, I felt like it was easier. And that was like, like all Elena ever knew, you know, is um, him being gone and coming home and she's handled it really well. Um, and the twins, now that they're older and more aware, um, and it's just been really hard for them. So mm-hmm. as a mother, when they're younger, I feel like, you know, um, as long as I have other people in my life um, it, that are going through similar situations, 
it was really easy. So military spouses are, um, it's like a sisterhood. Um, and it's just like when you get transferred to a command, they, they welcome you there. Mm. Um, they have an ombudsman, they have a family readiness group. So they have all these different things that are associated with the command to get you kind of integrated. And then you can either meet other spouses there, or there's just dif- different things in the military community that you can participate in. Usually, like, especially in our area, there's like, you know, a majority of military spouses. So it's yeah. not that hard to connect with them. Um, yeah. Or you, you know, your husband has a friend who has a wife, you know, and then yeah. so you connect that way. Um, so when, when they're younger, you can do your coffee groups and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, kind of like what you talk about, like, you know, getting together with, you know, making community with other mothers. For sure. Um, that's just kind of part of being a military spouse. Um, there's so much out there. Um, so now that they're older, it's just the dynamics are different because we've got different activities going on. Um, I'm not at home with them um, anymore. Um that was actually very short lived. So like the twins were like one and I was done. Yeah. (laughs) You were back to work. I was like, I got to go back to work. Um, and, uh, anyways, so, um, yeah, so it's just been, it's, it's hard every time and it's different. Like this time he left, he's actually at a sea or, uh, he's at a shore duty technically, but he has to go out and support other boats. And, um, it's just, yeah, it's just different. Like, yeah. he called last night, and it was Olivia oh, nice. and Julia's birthday. Yeah. Oh, nice. And one of them, Olivia, was, you know, holding it together. And Julia, the minute I said it was dad on the phone, it was just, like, all of that stuff that's just <laughs> been held inside, just floodgates, you know? And it's Ugh. just, so then it's like you're not trying to tend to it, but you're just trying to hold space for it. Yeah. Um, because it's just their own experience. And so having three kids having their own experience and then you having yours, uh, it's it's pretty hectic right now. Yeah. I I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I feel like my challenge with Grayson today is like I just want to figure out how to like or like figure out my emotions about something, you know, so I could better articulate what I'm feeling. And I couldn't imagine having to do that. And having to figure out what their emotions were at the same time. Like, is she sad? Is she mad? Is she angry? Is, is she, she hormonal? Like, yeah. what is she going through? What's going on? And my oldest works at Taco Bell, and she comes home every night with a story. And I, I, I have to give space for myself and space for her and then know my boundaries. And I'm still learning. Like, you know, I'm still trying to make this, like... So where I'm not overgiving of myself and then I'm getting frustrated because our kids can't reciprocate. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and we can't expect that of them. And so it's just having that conversation and, and letting them know. But sometimes it's just, you've had like such a big day. You're like, I can't, like, I have no, I have no more, I have no more space left. Yeah. Like I'm all out. Um, and are then, you? Are you honest with your girls about that? Oh my like, God, yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh yes. good. And they know, they seem to know. And we just, it's actually really beautiful how we function. It's its so like, we just have such a tight weave. And if something comes loose, the other person picks it up and puts it back where it needs to be. And um, we all seem to kind of just flow. Yeah. And then poor TJ comes home and he's like trying to fit back in. And we're like, 
no, the dishes don't go there. No, you don't put that away there, you know? And so that's just a different dynamic too. Like it's just, it's fun. It's frustrating. You anticipate it, but you can never like be ready for it. Yeah, man. It sounds like a lot. I really feel like so far I'm like, man, how would I have handled that situation? Or how would I handle this? And mind would explode. (laughs) You kind of just have to go about it organically. But I think it's a true testament to moms and motherhood that like you just kind of figure it out and you just do it. Like that's why, I mean, I know we've talked at length, but that's why I love moms is like, we just figure it the frick out and Mm -hmm. we just do it. Yeah. Even when it's so hard. That's why when you see a mom and you're like, man, how could she do that? So much grace, like so much grace, no judgment. Like I've... Yeah, I just, to me, I'm like, you got this, like, you yeah. will do it, do what you have to do to get by, you know, like, yeah. and then if you can go back and when you have time to look back on it, like, and then reevaluate, just be, be so graceful with yourself, you know, like, please. That's, I love that you just said that. Cause you said a couple things throughout this time about like growing up, you and Elena growing up together, basically. And then you talked about how, um, you have to allow space for certain things and, you know, you have to think about yourself and them and how you're really honest with your girls about that. And I can imagine that has a lot of times where you have to, you know, reflect on how you handled something. Oh yes. And I'm sure it's filled with a lot of frustration, but also a lot of grace, like a lot of like, okay. And tomorrow I get to try again. Yes. Yeah. Or, um, it's, it's also going back to your childhood too, even bringing that forward and being like, where did that come from? And, and kind of just reflecting and saying, okay, that makes sense. And then you can just leave it where it is until you pick it back up and being like, ah, okay, this is how I'm going to move forward through this because I'm human and this is all I'm capable of. And that's what I mean by the whole grace thing. Like we all just have our own stories yeah. Um, mothers like we have so much like mm-hmm. from our mothers to our grandmothers to our sisters like all of these experiences and um to be able to share them in a space that you're not being judged and you're being you're you just yeah it's just incredible like there's just so much to it I love that you're doing this this oh, is amazing thank you I'm I'm really happy to do it you know you helped me that one night when I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And then we sat outside and you totally pumped me back up. And I was like, all right, we're doing this. Like mama stories has to happen. Yes. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Thank you. No, I, I mean, I think we both share that passion, just the strength and the journeys and the stories of moms, Mm -hmm. of women, of all of that. All of their stories. Yeah. All of them. There is one, um, one thing I'd like to go back to. So you met TJ when Elena was 10 months? Oh, no, Elena was three. Oh, three. Oh, wow. Yeah, she way off. So you three. left Elena's dad at yeah. nine months. Yes. Okay. Met TJ yes. at three. So she's still little, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but how did you handle that transition of oh, like... this is so good. <laughs> I want to know. I, I just, I can't even imagine how you would bring TJ into her life and how you could connect. Cause I know today, yeah. not to spoil the story, but <clears throat> they have a really good relationship. Like your yeah. whole family is pretty rad. Thank you. And I can attest to that. I literally live next door. So, um, so walk us through that. Um, 
So I don't like timeline wise, I don't really think that I stuck to one or any rules because I don't think there is any rules when it comes to, um, I mean, obviously you want to be careful and you don't want to just be like, Hey, we're, we're meeting on our first date and I'm bringing my kid or, you know, whatever this, I mean, you could do that, no judgment, but, um, you have to do what works for you, but regardless. So, um, TJ and I met at a bar and, um, we had our first date, uh, probably the day following. So I think it was a Sunday and we were at Lake Fair in Olympia and, um, it was a wonderful date and, uh, he went home. And then after that, it was just like, it was just, we knew this is going to carry forward. Um, we were both not technically what each other wanted in a, in a partner. So that's another interesting aspect. We were kind of like I wasn't seeking someone like him out. Um, he wasn't seeking someone like me out. And then we just like the chemistry was unreal. Um, so I would probably say it was probably a good month when he actually finally met Elena and we were at a park and <sighs> they were <laughs> running around and I just was like, Oh my God, this guy runs so funny. <laughs> He's running after my kid and she's giggling. And before this, like I had dated a couple different guys and, um, Elena was very much protective over me. Uh, like one guy would hold my hand and she would like grab his hand and be like, that's my mama and grab my hand. Oh, I love that. Oh God. And, um, she was protecting you. Well, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was kind of interesting because I was like, and he took it too. Like he would let her boss him around. And I, you know, and that to me was like, eh, you know, yeah, no, no. And she actually, her and TJ, um, hit it off like right away. They had such, they have such a strong energy. Um, and, uh, yeah. So there was no like, like getting, it, it, it was almost like they were kind of like soulmates, you know what I mean? Like just connected like magnets. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, we, we, I think we met in July and then, uh, I can't remember when I moved up to Bremerton finally, cause I had gotten a job in Seattle. I was working in Seattle and I, cause I had gotten laid off in Olympia so I was looking for a job. I got one in Seattle and I figured, okay, well, I met this awesome guy and he lives in Bremerton area. So I'm going to see, you know, about moving up here because rent was crazy in Seattle and we have this awesome ferry system. Yeah. So, um, that happened and I got an apartment up here and, um, we spent more time with him, but it was just, everything happened so quickly and I don't really remember any, like all the timeline. If I don't think that's really what you're asking though. Like it's no, like a timeline, okay. but, um, and yeah, it's just, I can't even like say where it began or where it, you know, what was, what was the thing that started everything between him and her. But even now just, they're so funny. Like they have like this humor together and, and uh, they get along so well, and they're both like butt heads, and it's just they're awesome. Like he is such an amazing dad. Like everything like she could possibly ever want. Yeah, you know, um, he is a great guy. Yeah, so we get to witness that. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know, I didn't even know Elena wasn't his daughter. <laughs> That's how close they. I really always you know, thought that. 
Yeah. Well, crying is great. I yeah. love to cry. So go right ahead. Let's just do it right now. Yeah. She's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a rough road for her and I don't really want to tell her story, but, um, you know, she's had a lot of struggles with her own father. Yeah. And, um, and one of my, one of my favorite people in the world was like, after everything came to a head with her dad, um, said to me, you know, her, her biological dad may not be, you know, the best father. I know how to show up for her, but he's, he's the best in like what she needs in her life. And I was like, the way she had explained it to me was so perfect because we often struggle with, you know, your relationships with your parents, you know, and how you were raised. And a lot of people have, you know, trauma from that. And we just expect our parents to be these people that they're just humans, you know, and they have their childhood traumas and we're all trying to heal from that. And um, so while she doesn't have, um, I don't want to, I don't want to say that's okay. Yeah. Um, her and TJ's relationship is just amazing. Yeah. Like it just, I, I couldn't ask for anything Yeah, more than that. They're so great. Yeah. He's great. You're great. You guys are all great. Yeah. Thank you. We love having you as our neighbors. <laughs> One of <laughs> my favorite very- stories of um, you guys is Dustin and I have moved a ton. I think you've heard a little bit here and there through our get togethers, but um We've moved a lot. Like we've had a lot of different neighbors. I won't go into all the details, uh, but never really nice neighbors. And then we moved here. I don't want to say reluctantly because we really are thankful and happy to be where we are today. But um, it definitely was not like our dream city and our dream place to be. Um, and I'll never forget the day we moved in. Mm-hmm. You guys brought us flowers and a bowl, which I think I still have your bowl, um, <laughs> of eggs from your chickens mm-hmm. and, and just came and like chatted and, and like talked to us. And I thought that is so weird. I've never had neighbors talk to me before. <laughs> this is so weird. And you guys were so awesome. And your girls have just continued to be so awesome and play with Grayson and say hi. And it's just, it's great. There's awesome. obviously something really on point that you and TJ are doing over there. We have some magic going girls. on over there. You guys do. <laughs> seriously. I'm serious. Yeah. And those chickens are pretty rad. <laughs> oh, they're so annoying. I get up in the <laughs> morning and they hear me and all of a sudden it's like, and it's just like where, like, I didn't, I didn't even know chickens made that noise before I got chickens. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And so then it just makes me, like, if I'm in a rush or I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, whatever, and I hear them and I know that they're doing it because they want out, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm like, and then I think, like, all oh, my neighbors are just going to, I don't wake my neighbors up. And if it does, we're already up, I promise, because Grayson okay. wakes up before the sun comes up. <laughs> um, and if we, if we do hear them ever, Grayson's just excited to hear them. Okay. He's like, box, 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 box. And we're like, cool. Got it. Okay. Point good. at the box, box. Yep. We're good. So no, we never hear. All right. So before we wrap, is there one story or lesson or anything you want to give on like what you've learned throughout your entire motherhood journey? You've had single mom, obviously some trauma with that. Then you've met TJ and then you had twins and then you moved. 
you're back here. Yes. Um, that's a loaded question, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to ask those kind of questions. Um, I, I just truly believe that, like, it's so important to have your people. Um, and if you feel like you're in a place where you don't have your people, like, just know they're out there looking for you, too. Like, mm. I have been so blessed, like, just just while TJ was gone uh, and he left on Mother's Day and I've, I've, I, I'm so humbled by my friends and my tribe. And, um, and sometimes I'm just like, uh, it just amazes me. But I, I think it's just having a connection with moms and people that you can feel free to say whatever you want. Yeah. too and feel like they're not going to judge you so go out there and make friendships and you know um figure out who you are in those friendships and who you want to be and figure out like who you want to connect with during that time you know and and friendships are going to you know come and go and some mm -hmm. of them are just going to continue to get stronger and um that's the hard part but that's also the cool part because um like I said like it's well, going back to my daughter who's 16 and she has all these relationships, you know, mm -hmm. she's like, oh, this person and that person. And I'm like, girl, I'm in my 30s and I'm just now making friends, Yeah, you know, and it, these are like the really important friends. And I could not be more thankful and grateful for the people that I have in my life. So just keep on trucking. You're going to find them. They're looking for you, too. Yeah. So that's that's really good advice. That's my little piece, my little nugget. I love that. I will say I've I have found my greatest friends since I've become a mom. And they're usually other moms that I can do just that with, that yeah. I can share the ugly and the good with, and I can be real and raw yeah. and let it all out. Yes. Good. Well, thank you so much for coming over tonight. <laughs> yes. Don't leave just yet. We okay. can hang out after this. Oh, good. I was, I was hoping so. Yeah. No, I I'm just... not going to bed yet. <laughs> I know the sun's still up. Oh, wait, it's 830. Yeah. That's crazy, right? This, like, I feel like. Went by really fast. How do you huh? get Grayson down? So, um, well, that took a lot of work. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I'm telling my kids, like, it's time to get ready for bed. And they're like, the sun's still up. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we never really got him sensitive to light. Like people used to tell us to put like, uh, blackout shades up mm -hmm. and we just never did it. Oh, Cause we were so like, smart. no, we don't. Yeah. We were like, well, for, this is so silly, but first off, they just are ugly. Like they're mm -hmm. not pretty. And I really enjoy a well-decorated room. Right. <laughs> so I didn't have a place for them. I didn't think that they looked nice. And so I thought, well, these are kind of silly. And then Dustin was like, well, let's not get them sensitive to that. And I thought, okay, good idea. That's <laughs> so smart. Yep. we didn't do it. So he really does a good job, even if it's light, but man, sleep training him took. You're on it though. A long time. Yeah. We have to be on it yeah. because it takes a long time. Well, bravo, because I hope that sticks for a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> um, yeah, put yourselves to bed at this hour at this point. Like, I don't even know. Like, You know, I wouldn't even care. Like, my sis I always tell my sister, I can't wait till Grayson's at the same point as I'll name one of her kids. Like, he, he can just sleep in. And she's like, well, they don't sleep in. They stay up till you know, this late and that's why they sleep in. And I think in my mind, like, 
Yeah, but they can pee on their own. They can get food (laughs) for themselves. They could turn on the TV if they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I could be sleeping. You're like, I I don't care what they're doing. (laughs) Totally functional. Stay in the house and be safe. Yep. And then we're good. That's all you need. (laughs) That's all I need. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're an awesome human. So are you. Thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews. And mamas, I love you.